Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of The Flash. This is Season 8, Episode 8, The Fire Next Time, written by Joshua V. Gilbert, directed by David McWhirter. I gave this episode an 8.6 out of 10. It was a little bit of a more character-driven episode, and that's fine. I thought this was a good remembrance of a father who went to jail for a crime that he didn't commit, and that's what started things on the path of the Flash. Well, also the fact that Reverse Flash killed his mother. But uh, I, I like the fact that we talked about the justice system and what it means to go through the justice system, and then also what it means to life after you've been a convicted criminal some of it was uh a little mm. <laughs> um however it still was a good episode i really like the berry aspect of it the way the teams talked it out it was a little you know repetitive in some places but for the most part, I thought it was pretty good. Before we jump into the episode, do me a favor, wherever you're listening to this, whatever platform, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, go down to the comment section, review section, drop some stars, leave a comment, very much appreciate it. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. You can also send all types of feedback to blackercouch at gmail.com for any of the shows that I do. So let's go ahead and break this down into the Jocko storyline and then the Iris storyline. I think I have uh, quite a fit bit to say about both. The Jocko storyline starts with a man named Sten who is attacked in his bar. He does seem to know his attacker and he says, look, I'm not giving you any more money. He assumes himself that it is, in fact, hotness. Who I forgot all about until uh, I recall that's who Iris was up against when she said, "Give me money! I need money!" It's it's a uh, nice how Eric Wallace is able to take a comedic or a ridiculous character and then try to rein them in and kind of redeem them in a certain manner. And I like the consistency of seeing familiar faces. I think that's good in enough. TV series when people are you're able to see different sides of them but his name is Jocko and he has been re- recently paroled from Iron Heights he has a job as a security guard for a rock band now there is a a talk in this episode about how some people can step into a career and how some people cannot um I'm wondering if they were making some intentional uh racial <laughs> commentary on that because he happened to be caucasian and he stepped into a relatively nice job where you had the hispanic um ex-con who who can only become janitors even if they didn't intend to i think that was something to be remarked upon barry is staring off into the distance we know something's wrong when iris comes down says let's have dinner tonight he's kind of like sure then she looks at the calendar and realizes what day it is and says no we should just stay in and she wonders if he's okay and he's like no i'm fine you're busy you don't have to take off work i'm gonna be okay i gotta go to work as well but she realizes that it's harry's or henry's birthday 
I straight did pause the uh, the TV just so I could see what was on that damn calendar. <laughs> they have movie night in the park going back to season, what was it, four? Uh, there was uh, acupuncture for Iris on there, a lot of date night. Uh, one of the ones that really caught me was FaceTime or video chatting with Cisco. Thought that was nice touch on there. And Harry and Barry goes to work. And that's when he finds the charred remains. He immediately knows who the suspect could be because of the witness's identification of the shirt that he was wearing for the band Lips. They go to pick him up and arrest him just as he has an argument with his son. Well, he's trying to spend time with his son, but he's a very like, yeah, I'm not trying to hear it, dad. I got my headphones in my ears and he tried to get backstage passes and that was what the basis of the argument was with Sten like he sold him a guitar he only gave him half of what he said he was going to give him which means that he disappointed his son which was why they started the argument he does uh get a little steamed up when he's emotional and the flash comes and knocks him into the (laughs) into the pond like cool off sir cool off and puts the medicuffs on him he pleased in with the flash like i'm innocent please don't take my son away from me and of course this gives very ptsd from when his own father was framed for the mu- for the murder of his mother and so the entirety of the rest of the episode he is convinced that he is innocent despite all the evidence he goes to cecile first and asked her to review the case and she's like yeah he has no alibi the murder happened you know around the time that they had the argument the powers match this is looking like a a slam dunk case the evidence all points to him and i understand what barry's trying to say why don't we why are we looking at other suspects but why would you look at other suspects when it's clear that the timeline matches up like it'd be really hard to believe that this man was innocent other than the fact that he's saying he's innocent but that's what all criminals do tend to say so he asked Cecile to use her powers of empathy to try to read him which she says with clients is something that she ethically is not going to do excuse me what the eh? now we have seen her clearly in the past use these powers for that exact same reason but I also can allow that maybe after using it, she decides, no, this is probably crossing the line. And I'm perfectly fine with that because I totally believe that it is crossing the line. <laughs> so I don't care when they had that that decision. We know it's happened in the past, but her deciding now, like, nope, we're not going to do that. That's fine by me. I don't have that uh, issue as inconsistent because you can always change uh she does agree to meet with him hear his side of the story and she does agree that he feels that he is innocent however she still doesn't know how a jury is going to be able as his lawyer to actually not see that he is guilty like the correlation is way too strong uh then there's the the case of him breaking out of jail which is never how you prove your innocence even though barry had a good point when frost you know was framed for a crime 
did she not run that's what people do when they're scared but that's also really kind of a a light argument let the i understand being afraid of the justice system because you've been a criminal before but you also chose to be a criminal before (laughs) that's where me and this episode kind of split in a little bit of a way because every case is not the same case and that that must be relevant like we all don't decide to go out and do crime whatever the circumstances i grew up in a not so great household i grew up in a a bad neighborhood i've had some of those same factors that criminals uh, put up as excuses or reasons why they chose the life of crime and yet everybody doesn't make that choice so i don't like uh blanketing statements about criminals just the way i didn't like in um what's that show that is finally ending oh i don't even remember but it was a tv show where new amsterdam there it goes where they they were being way too (laughs) blanketed with their statements and making bold assumptions that just didn't that doesn't tackle the whole issue and it's not just and it's supposed to open a conversation i think that's where where um iris and allegra was getting at at the end of the episode which i have an issue with how allegra handled things definitely with criminals and you know what it means to re-enter society yes there is that that um attachment of your crime and it can be very hard to reintegrate into society you're not going to have the same opportunities you're not but that's also why you don't become a criminal (laughs) like everyone deserves a second chance but there's nothing to say that second chance is not going to be half is gonna take time and it's also going to take uh or it's also going to come with a lot of things that you aren't no longer privy to because of your past actions and whether that's completely fair or not is also back into that idealism of that's why you don't turn to crime and then you definitely on top of it don't decide to run and break out of police custody because you want your son like i can understand if you went through the whole entire trial first (laughs) (laughs) and they said guilty and you're going back to jail and you're just like i'm not going back to jail my child's in foster care whatever the case may be but he didn't even allow a chance for the justice system to do its thing he just said fuck it and i don't think that that's a good uh idealism either because in the end it was in fact the csi who happened to also be the flash but someone who is able to see his innocence and that's what you're supposed to as a csi your job is not to try to make the person guilty and ignore the evidence if it leads you just follow the evidence your evidence is unbiased right so i got where joe was also saying as well like unfortunately because of your situation you're now able to see what other people can't see which is when someone is genuinely telling you the truth and not but there is the the push and there there's a there's a conversation about conflict about how conflict is good you are not not supposed to have conflict in your life you're not supposed to see things from two different perspectives 
the goal is to try to compromise and get to the truth so i did like the fact that his team was pushing back on him being like look i we are trying to help you but things are continuously pulling in the other direction of this person is guilty he's broken out of jail and he's also a meta that has powers that could possibly hurt someone in his in this innocently because of his emotional state so because of his emotional state he should be in jail <laughs> uh he also could have possibly gotten out on bond i don't know i i i know how the court system works and didn't frost eventually turn her ass in because she said you know what i have to go through due process even <laughs> but that was a whole other thing with her because she's like yeah i did also have these crimes on my record that are absolutely true and that's the part where i feel as if they weren't acknowledging like it's not as if we're coming after you for no reason <laughs> but i also like the idea of sometimes the evidence can point one way and the truth is not in that direction so that whole conflict i really like seeing that play out between the team um cecile being there trying to you know be a voice of reason but also being like because he even pushed back like you guys are just thinking he's guilty like no 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 we're we're not trusting or not not trusting your instincts but the evidence is only mounting up further <laughs> and you have nothing else right now except for the fact that there is sign heat signatures that you want chester to look at and he's like of course i'm gonna look at them I'm not going to not do my job, but I do need to voice my concerns in case this doesn't turn out the way you want it to. And the I don't know how they didn't know, but and I guess that's fair. But how did they not put it together that his father was framed for being innocent? Well, I guess that would come out of absolutely fucking nowhere. <laughs> You've been doing crimes all this time. And this one time you're like, this guy is innocent. But I also felt like this they they wouldn't have. Uh, maybe if Caitlyn was there but Frost no she probably wouldn't have been thinking about hey your father's connected to all of this and then that's when he brought it up about his father being framed that's it still goes oh I didn't realize that you were connecting this to your own situation with your father and that's when she got Papa Joe and he shows up and he says yeah I remember when that board was covered with other types of evidence <laughs> and I love their one-on-one -on -one talk I like the way they're utilizing Joe and Cecile i know that they we've made jokes about <laughs> them particularly cecile in the past like what clients i don't need to see every detailed bit of their lives to know that they're doing shit so it's only when you don't see them doing something or it doesn't directly connect to the storyline that you're just like what what's what's the point here this was a good utilization of both characters joe coming in being able to understand barry in a way that everyone else couldn't like they don't know what today is that is your father's birthday yes you could be having blinders on but you also could see something that other people can't see due to your experience and so you need to trust your gut and maybe you're going to be wrong but if you feel that this man is innocent don't give up just yet and i love that pep talk from him and then he uh he gets a call he is then brought back to to star labs where nothing but employees work there <laughs> i love it i do 
uh cecile's there because she represents the case and uh barry or chester says look you were right i compared the data signatures this is cold fusion or nuclear fusion something to that effect something hotness cannot do so you're right he is innocent they get the evidence on a flash drive he gives it to i don't know why he just didn't give it to the lawyer to take it to ccpd but sure flash needs to take it to ccpd because we do have a criminal on the loose and they don't know that he is innocent and that he's just acting out even though that's still not an excuse Uh, (laughs) i think that if you break out of police custody yes you do need to serve some time for that even if you were innocent um that's when he shows up to where the social services van and that that one police officer she getting her time in ain't she she getting her time in and i like that showing other little people in the cast doing things um she comes in and she break, brings out although they all have the meta guns now <laughs> like yeah we're we're supplied no more of these fucking bullets that ain't gonna do shit so she busts out her meta gun she tells him look i need you to get on the ground you need to come in he's like no you're not gonna separate me from my son his son comes out says look you're a fucking total loser and he's like yeah i am i have been since i've been born but i wanted to do things better because i left you for four years while i was in prison and then your mom his mom is someone who pops in and out of his life and thus he knows that his son suffered for the four years as much as he did in jail and he wasn't able to take care of him and that was the the inspiration he needed to get his shit together and that's what he's been trying to do get a fresh start with his son but i also don't think that a fresh start with your son is just gonna happen overnight you do need to prove that you'll be in his life for a lot longer and you also shouldn't do criminal activities while trying to prove that you're not an actual criminal um his story i liked but (laughs) some of it was contradictory he gets upset he uh displays his powers and the standoff was a little silly because either you're gonna throw flame balls or you're not (laughs) and he didn't really want to hurt anyone so that's where i'm kind of like why don't you just be patient for a second and why couldn't the flash just visit him and be like hey so i heard you were innocent what makes you feel that you're i mean I, i like the way he did it though not choosing to be the flash choosing to be barry allen in this particular case the csi but even that i'm like why couldn't you show up as barry allen the csi (laughs) but maybe that's conflict of interest see i'm already answering all my questions so flash shows up with frost and she is able to put out some of the hot lava that he ended up boiling because of his emotional state he's like i didn't intend on doing it i'm not doing anything he's like it's okay but you can help save the day i'm gonna phase down into the ground and open up all the water pipes and then you're gonna absorb absorb all the heat um <laughs> having just to say the flash doing his thing on the ground was so not necessary but we got the point um yeah and in the end uh he goes back to his lawyers and he he's like thank you csi for reaching out to the flash and telling him not to give up on me i appreciate it and his uh, son's gonna he's gonna get in the custody of his father 
but the judge also asked because he's almost 18 where he did want to go and he did say with his father so uh watching his father do something heroic to save the day changed his mind or at least gave him you open him to the idea of maybe he has indeed changed because you know there was that time that you didn't and you tried to rob stores for money (laughs) the rock music i didn't need it but it was all right let's go to the other story arc i think we've covered everything there on that bait on those bases uh which is the allegra cc c and the uh what is the girl's name i don't even remember um but this is one of those instances where iris has to delegate and she says look we're doing this citizen of the week and i have been presented with a story about a social media influencer allegra is like this is bullshit i'm not interested in this this is boring i don't care about it and this is where allegra is gonna and i like the fact that they left it very not uh tied up in a bow because <laughs> while i i get where allegra was going i'm totally understanding what this other chick's problem was and i i truly understand the the what's the the cultural discrepancy here as well like she wants to go interview a social media influencer like what are you what are you like this is garbage you're a garbage person no one cares about that because she's you know she comes from a different type of life where things are a little bit darker and more real and and more concrete and based on you know not necessarily uh the other side of how some people get to live their life in white privilege i don't want to read about a social influencer but iris brings up a good point i have to make a business decision not based on what you like oh my god i feel like that's meta for the flash (laughs) a lot of shows really where he's like yeah that's 500,000 people that's possibly going to look into our article based on that and then they can look at other things that might interest them and that's how we get people to clickbait in learning about other things like you gotta play the game that's emotional maturity emotional intelligence allegra doesn't want to be emotionally intelligent she wants to do what she wants to do uh she keeps telling iris you're right Uh, she doesn't like the fact that the girl went behind her back but iris is like no she disagreed with you she followed the proper chain of command and i read it and i agree it needs some work but hey i think this would be this is what i want to go with this week she then assigns the two women to work together and she is her supervisor right she's a supervising editor allegra's not about it but she decides to go to the interview with the media influencer and dismisses her as and truthfully i get it it's not like i don't get it but this is what you do when you are in a position of influence and power you don't have the same you don't have the same personal preference as you would like you're gonna do and have to sit around with people you don't connect with but it's part of your job you can't just cater to one audience you have to cater to the entirety of the audience that you're trying to bring in and like 
iris was saying sometimes you have to take stepping stones to get them interested in things that you want them to be interested in because nobody wants to hear about the sad depressing lives of convicts <laughs> however if you pull them in with something else maybe they stumble across that and they learn something uh i thought it was very disrespectful what allegra was doing she's yawning she's just like tells her oh i dropped out of college because you know i didn't really think it was for me everyone doesn't go to college girl and yo ass didn't go to college so i don't know why you over there <laughs> dragging her for filth for not staying and getting her college degree but whatever bottom line she doesn't find her useful she finds her plastic immaterial and then in the middle of her supposed to be supervising and mentoring she decides to just walk up and leave during an actual interview that was beyond rude and she spots someone that was in iron heights with her i wasn't with this lady at all i'm sorry i don't know what that says about me but oh my god i got out of jail and i worked my ass off in jail to get my ged and the only thing i could do is scrub toilets bitch people don't have criminal records and get out of college and all they can do is scrub toilets or work at mcdonald's or do this and that and the other thing i don't think you have a really big right to complain right now but that's just how i feel i feel that you should be happy that you get a job it's not gonna be the job you want and it's definitely not gonna happen overnight and like she said like okay mopping floors is the best i'm gonna be able to do but you're free that's the whole point it's like you're not gonna get the same benefits as everyone else and if that is the case it's going to take time you got to prove it prove it a lot too um <laughs> and she tells her look i'm gonna expose your 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 situation to the entire world and she decides to go with that story not only go with that story decide that story is more important than a social media story writes it better and presents it to her boss who can't say no because the other story that she was supposed to be supervising is out with no context it's sloppy and now she has to go with her story and she's like yeah that's my job as the as the lead to do that but you need to know that you fucked up <laughs> you were supposed to be mentoring this other person and now you just took her spot and you need to go make that right like you are her supervisor i'm your boss i'm your boss and i'm telling you you fucked up so she goes back to apologize to her afterwards and i will say the apology was a little sloppy too because you don't say i'm sorry i messed up i got caught up in my own shit it won't happen again we're gonna run your story next week it does seem like you're you know goody two shoes with the boss <laughs> and you're pretty much self-sabotaging your own your own team because you don't think that what they have to say is as important and you can't do that you cannot do that and i've been around plenty of people in corporate america i could tell you that i don't respect them in the same manner whatsoever i can't stand them on a personal level but it's not my i have to work with them you work with people you don't like you would never uh, have something in common with maybe you don't maybe you do you don't know if you don't ever put in the effort to try and you're working together so her saying i'm gonna destroy you and you're a criminal like that was wrong for her to call her a criminal like that but her feelings was hurt and i can't even blame her feelings being hurt she feels very resentful and i feel like this is also not the first time she walks around looking at you like you are nothing but a piece of shit that's how a looks at you <laughs> looks at that girl <laughs> 
like you're nothing but white privilege and thus i don't need to respect you and i see a lot of people doing that in the real world right now and that's not okay it's not it's not that girl didn't do nothing to her at all other than be someone that isn't as relevant to you as some other things oh let me tell let me just talk about the real world yeah but it's also nice not to have to talk about the real world that's why people jump into people magazine or usa weekly or whatever the fuck because there is also the need for the the fluffy shit it sells too and that's what iris is trying to get her to understand like if you're gonna rise further up in this your your emotional intelligence is gonna have to rise with you you're gonna have to take yourself out of the equation sometimes and do what needs to be done and the fact that you were supposed to be helping her be better and then you yourself just presented yourself as better as if this person is useless and never will be like we're just we're just gonna give you this eh, i was totally uh i was totally on the other girl's side don't even know her name and she did say she's gonna destroy her so they're gonna have beef in the future and i like the fact that they're gonna have an ongoing because they're gonna need to learn from each other i feel and i think that's a pretty good story arc for allegra to have because it allows for personal growth she sees herself as only the former um the former a convict that she was and now she wants to try to help other people out that lady shouldn't have even made her feel guilty oh you just stepped into a job uh so that does happen to some people for real for real <laughs> like luckily iris took a chance on you and decided that you were worth something and thus she's trying to just pay it forward so i get where she's coming from however that's not what you're supposed to do when you're a mentor that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to mentor other people get them to where you want them to be maybe today she's gonna do a social media influencer story arc maybe that's where her her life is but maybe you can influence her or inspire her to be interested in other things you're not even giving it a chance so i like the fact that they're gonna give her this particular arc going into the future it also keeps ccc uh pretty active in the story arc nothing on iris and her disappearing this week which i'm sure really pissed off shy <laughs> i understand uh the impatience of wanting to get to a particular arc especially as it's been dangling for a little while but nothing to report on it this episode but i love how it did end with the the family on the porch and they're all drinking beers because that's what uh henry liked to drink he always told joe that i would drink something fancy when you buy it uh <laughs> barry throwing out mac and cheese and hawaiian rolls mm -mm, that shit is fire we also know that ever since ba uh, barry was a young children <laughs> was a young child jesus can't talk <laughs> he's been loving soul food he's like yeah mama tried to give me the peas and that weak ass chicken and i was like that shit is bait so let me get these this mac and cheese <laughs> let me get all of the carbs i love the little uh way in which iris and joe was like mm-hmm them hawaiian rolls those are fire though for real those are fire and 
Cecile asking like what do you remember and he's like the little things but mostly I just remember being loved and I thought the way it ended was such a a very sweet way to end the episode a very uplifting homey feel to the episode and it also ends with a cliffhanger because now that they have cleared Jocko for the crimes they also don't know what's happening with this meta that is not in the book they mentioned leveled up in this episode and i wanted to slap somebody (laughs) but it was only one time so i forgave it and they realized he's like wait a minute you need to check for his signatures i'm pretty sure we have a meta serial killer i like that someone that's that doesn't have to be over the top doing something for reasons unknown in that it is something rather under the radar it's like a killer but a serial killer with meta powers that's that's something i can get on board with thus far the flash this season has felt a bit more grounded in reality and i personally i like the adjustment um it's based more on realistic expectations of a week-to-week tv show and verse versus kind of how the show has been which a lot of people still reference back to seasons one two and three sorry my neighbors and i'm not cutting that out uh (laughs) seasons one two and three where everything was so building up to these fast-paced huge reveals huge villains yeah as i mentioned before that's all well and fine but eventually reality has to come back into it because you can't keep making the the big arcs from the flash the only arc in the flash and because people got so used to that resetting it especially after those you know the four and five season little bit of a a divide trying to bring people back on but me personally as a flash fan i i like where the trajectory is going but i'm not the only person with opinion on the flash we do have some mail in the mailbag so let's hear what queen Mimi has to say about this episode what up christina it's mimi this is my feedback for um the flash episode eight of season eight um i'm not quite sure how i felt about this episode um i don't feel like i hated it because i don't remember like looking at the time and be like oh my god this is dragging or like rolling my eyes or like having to pause it and go back to it or like realizing that i'm not paying attention because i'm on my phone like i don't remember doing that and those are usually signs that i'm not liking an episode of anything and i don't remember doing that but there was just a lot of it that irritated me the first part was the whole allegra storyline um now now i i know i get it okay allegra was in i thought she was in juvie um but i thought she was like underage and maybe i'm just misremembering but i i was i thought she was like not in prison but in the juvie part of the um iron heights but then i was like iron heights is a prison isn't it i don't remember but i know she was young i do know that when allegra was young when she got in trouble but like this 
girl Lydia and I'm I'm trying gonna try real hard not to call her like names and call her out of her name because this heifer really I see I didn't already did it she really irritated me like Allegra was like oh Lydia is that you like she like acknowledged her and she was like oh oh you see me now it's like bitch I just said hi like what are you talking about <laughs> and she was like I was just I'm gonna try and get my words together because I, I feel like if I don't sit and think about what I'm gonna say, I'm gonna ramble because that whole the whole scene in the in, in jitters with the interaction between Allegra and her and that broad Lydia really pissed me off. Okay, so I had wrote notes down and I had to look through them because I was finna go in and I'm really trying not to like drag anybody. Um, and this is like the second time I'm recording because I felt like I was like ranting and raving and I was like yeah I don't want to send this so I hit delete and I started over so I'm not sure if I brought up but I had a question about Allegra I thought she was in juvie I think I did say that already and that like I'm not sure if I said that in the first take that I had or if in the second but I just need someone to clarify for me because that's really bothering me I thought Allegra was really young when she got arrested but I remember her being in Iron Heights and Iron Heights is a prison so I'm assuming she must have been at least 18 but I do know she was young enough that Iris gave her a chance so like the thing the 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 beef that I have with Lydia is like the way she just came at Allegra it looked like Allegra when she was like oh hi you know is that you how you doing like that was seemingly the first time she saw her now I don't know if she was saying oh finding you to finally fucking notice me but if a person is going into a coffee shop I know for me I don't just go in there looking around in case I know someone I go in with I'm like thinking about what I want if I haven't pre-ordered it before I walked in and I'm going to pick it up but I I go straight to the counter because I know where it's at I go to the barista and I tell them what I want and then I go wait for my drink I don't go in coffee shops to dilly dally if I'm there especially if I'm there because I'm, I'm I need some quiet time I'm really not looking around so the fact that she like happened to look up and saw her and she was like oh you know great for you to notice me like okay I didn't notice you before I'm noticing you now and then she was like coming at Allegra like a like for instance, she she got out of jail and she was like, Allegra, help me. And Allegra was like, fuck you, bitch. You go mop up some dirt or you go, you know, scrub some toilets. I, I forget I forget what she said her first job was. Like she made it seem like Allegra just snuffed her like they were best friends and she just flat out ignored her or she asked her for help and she just did not Like is Allegra supposed to now like she got out of jail she made a better choices she got her life together and now she's doing well is she supposed to look go look for everybody that she knew when she was in in prison and give them a job and money like i'm i'm i don't understand what she, why she was so aggressive like i understand what like the writers were trying to do but that whole scene was unnecessarily aggressive like if you come at me like that like bitch i don't owe you anything nobody gave me anything i had to prove myself she happened to like allegra got out and she happened to to find iris and iris and and barry happened to be people that are very forgiving but she could have easily been a criminal and or 
easily been looked at her like a criminal and nobody gave her anything she could she happened to turn her life around and she just happened to be with the good people like with good people so allegra got lucky it's not you know what i'm saying so because she got lucky it's her job to go find everybody that she went to jail with and get them give them a leg up that's not how it works that's just not life like I dug myself up out of the bottom now I'm not saying that I won't help somebody but I'm not obligated to do anything if you want my help bitch this is not how you gonna get it and that's that's just how I would have felt like you can't come at me drag it trying to drag me for filth because you didn't happen to get good chances or get lucky when you get out if you want my help I want to help you but you're not gonna get it like this like I just I, I, I know I'm not explaining this right I just it was just a whole interaction just made me mad and then like the girl she was supposed to be interviewing like I just uh I understand like the girl was mad that Allegra scooped in and took her byline but you do realize Allegra is your fucking boss and if it was me like she was she's threatening you I'm gonna make your life miserable it's like bitch do you know who I am she is literally like the sidekick of the fucking boss i would have been like now i'm gonna give you one more chance to fix your mouth fix your face and rephrase what you just said because i promise you between the two of us you can't ruin my life i will ruin yours because in case you you literally just said in case you forgot i have the boss's ear and i have her husband's ear i know shit i'm i'm in deep ho you don't know me and i would have made sure she knew i'm not the one and the way Allegra was like, I, I apologize. I'd have been like, hold up, back the fuck up. Because you clearly don't know your place. In case you forgot, I am your boss. And you ain't gonna just talk to me any kind of way. So you need to revise what you just said. Or be ready to be fucking fired. Because you can't ruin my life if you're not here. The end. And like, Allegra just sitting there with her mouth open. Like, just taking it. Like, I, like yes, you're the supervisor. But you're her boss. You can't talk to your boss like that. Even if like in the fact that she went over your head lets you know that she she clearly thinks that she's she's capable. Like yes, she followed protocol or whatever, but I would have let her know right then. It's like I'm I'm not going to go to Iris because I'm your supervisor. I can fire you. I will make recommendations. I would have her like demoted, something real petty. I would make it like worse than being fired. Like you'll be doing grunt work you'll be fucking getting people's coffee i just ugh, that that whole that whole storyline just really irritated me from then she was like oh i'm gonna write a story about lydia after she just dragged the shit out of you for absolutely no reason now you want her to be on a cover story and what is that gonna do how is her how are you gonna help her because people know her story that's that's not even helping her at all either is it supposed to get her a job could you get her a job is it that easy just that whole thing i it bothered me and i'm gonna stop talking about it um i guess i did like you know barry you know uh wanting to you know believe someone understanding that someone if someone would have listened to his dad and understood that he wasn't guilty he wouldn't have lost that time but everything old dude was doing was making him look guilty as fuck like okay you didn't you didn't go you didn't kill anybody but you did go 
to that girl and threaten her and threatening people with violence is a is a crime so you're not you're not making matters better <laughs> so uh, i don't know and i guess it's like a mystery now because i know they finally brought it up but if old dude didn't kill those two people y'all got a person that's a serial killer on the loose that's probably just gonna be freezing people to death um throughout the rest of the season i don't know is this one of the consequences of the tw- the the siblings going through time fucking shit up curious i am very curious um what else uh oh and the other thing was like uh frost how frost was like he's a criminal like bitch aren't you a criminal too isn't your boyfriend a fucking both y'all felons like she has some audacity it's like have you are you forgetting your past like i get all signs point to to him being guilty all signs pointed to you being guilty you broke yourself out of jail too you ran everything he's doing you did but now you you got some type of moral ground your your boyfriend was legit guilty and he killed people and he turned state evidence and now he's a free man but he's still guilty of the shit that he did you had some type of fucking nerve oh and the other thing was cecile like please let me be wrong i'm my memory ain't good and i don't have enough energy to go back and look but didn't cecile use her powers before to read someone wasn't it allegra that she used she was like i don't think she did this she's not guilty didn't she is it she the reason allegra like they started to believe allegra because she read her and she was like people with that kind of remorse and that like they don't guilty people don't feel like that am i wrong because i feel like that's what happened <laughs> and she's saying oh i can't that's a line i wouldn't cross i just i remember because both you christina and shy both were like isn't that some type of like line she's crossing using her powers for stuff like that like aren't you supposed to not like if you're clients say they're not guilty then you're supposed to believe them you're not supposed to am i am i making that up because i feel like somebody didn't read the the previous scripts because cecile had some nerve talking about something that's something i can't do since when <laughs> bitch you was reading your whole family's emotions without their permission even after they told you not to <laughs> oh god reading your baby's mind because you were in emotions because you you didn't want to act like a real mom and just try and figure out what's what like everybody else do figure it out like are you hungry do you need your diaper change are you uh, upset you get assy like she was like oh no she's just hungry like really how how is this different why you got ethics all of a sudden like please somebody tell me i'm wrong but i as soon as that happened i'm like wasn't it didn't she do that before (laughs) I don't know if they just trying to make plot points, but I seriously hope I'm I'm wrong because I I feel, but I feel like I'm not. <sighs> anyway, I think that's all I got. I'm gonna go ahead and, and end it here because I'm tired. I just got work and I'm about to get in the shower and go to sleep. Um, in that order. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So she definitely uh, brought up some points that I was making in the episode. Um, I know what you're saying about the Cecile thing. I, I mentioned that as same thing. I personally, personally, when it was happening, I thought it was completely unethical. So if the writers decided after that, then you know what? Actually, let's, let's reel that back. 
so like i said people can change you can do something one day and decide not to do just like barry doesn't kill and he technically has already dropped bodies it's one of those things i'm not going to be too hung up on (laughs) if she decided in this moment you know what it's not ethical for me to do i'm fine with that uh do being a lawyer as you're supposed to do without using your powers yeah that's that's the way it should be uh i will say claire barry handled all the clapbacks to frost that you (laughs) were pointing out yeah she can't she doesn't have much to say but he pretty much threw it back in her face so it wasn't like she was saying it and getting away with it (laughs) he was definitely like yeah but you also know that you're you you went through the same shit and the only thing i will say um yes barry did get involved in allegra's case i believe she was a juvenile when it happened you're absolutely right iron heights is only for metas so it's not like she was in there just because with other adults it's because she was a meta and they don't have a meta juvenile wing apparently (laughs) but there is the thing with the whole lydia situation that was irritating Uh, because luck does exist and sometimes you can't be mad because some people got luckier than you did oh well but i made my feelings clear about uh the criminals in this episode or how they were trying to make a case for them but not not a complete case uh i get where it was trying to go but i don't necessarily support it 100 percent at all because i'm also one of those people i have criminals or i have siblings that are criminals let me bust that back i have criminals (laughs) just in my army back there so to me i have a certain personal experience that to me everything that lydia was saying i was like and 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 you got it you're making money some people can't even get a job what did you do i don't know what crime you committed maybe you killed someone i don't (laughs) maybe there's a reason like if you're a thief no one's gonna give you a job with money because unfortunately you've proven you can steal now it's very hard i agree for criminals to to really get a second chance but that second chance is your freedom and i know our criminal system is very fucked up in this country there is no doubt about it particularly for brown and black people uh that being said it's not like shit just happens all the time and that's not what we are saying in this episode these people are saying well i get a second chance and it's hard okay (laughs) it's also hard on the first fucking chance without no criminal activity so that's where i'm at on that feeling i'm gonna have to disagree with you about allegra and the boss thing a that's abusing your power i understand we that's the default that's the argument i was making throughout the episode exactly where allegra went wrong is she dismissed this person as beneath her or less of a person with substance and thus decided well i don't have to really pay attention to you or mentor you or make sure you're doing a good job i have to make sure i do a good job and i can do that because i'm the boss's friend like that's absolute another bull if it was the other way around think about that if it was a white boss with a white person and that woman was black how would we feel about that situation we would be like nah that's y'all fucking got privilege over there and you're treating me like shit that's how she feels doesn't matter if she doesn't fuck with her on a personal level about what she has to say or why she has that's not the point that's not your point if you are going to tell me i'm your boss 
then you need to be my boss you should have been sit there supervising me during the interview and talk to me coach me help me do my job better not fuck you i don't think that what you have to say is important what i have to say is important and i'm gonna actually write a better article than you because i can then give it to my boss who's like yeah okay i'm gonna do what you say but even i'm telling you as your boss that you just did something that was absolutely wrong and then her story was well i'm sorry i could have handled it better not i'm going like hold on let me go ahead and rewrite your story make it better give you the byline that was promised and work my story next week there's no reason why you needed it to happen for the first week other than you wanted your way and you kind of abused your relationship with the boss to get it i I'm, there's no way because i'm i've been on the other side of that equation before so despite the fact that she is or the woman is who and i get what you're saying she's her boss she can't talk to her that way saying i'm gonna destroy you that's not really <laughs> yeah you could write her up but if you just fired her in that moment you would be getting sued because that's not a reason to fire someone because they said i'm going to destroy you you just turned about in your back and just did something equally unethical so if y'all asses went to hr both of y'all would be in trouble sorry i went straight what old corporate man because i don't like when it's the other way around and we can see it from one side but can't see it from the other side and i think that the only reason why allegra dismissed her is because she just felt that she wasn't important enough and i'm seeing that too much for me to and you guys know you know specifically i tell y'all i have problems with caucasians in corporate america it's rough out there sometimes i can't stand but that's my scores are still 100 percent. you know why because it's not about my personal feelings <laughs> i vent about my personal feelings about these people i work with but when i'm at my job it's my position to do my job not to discuss them on a personal level or treat them on a personal level just because of how i feel about them personally that's not that's not what it's supposed to be about so i have to disagree that uh allegra was totally in the wrong uh the girl she was in her feelings yes she could have shut her mouth a little bit but her telling her to shut her mouth is also equally <laughs> just because you're a, the boss doesn't mean you abuse your power and i've seen that too often to ever 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 think that's a good idea uh the thing with lydia as well um yeah i don't think it was even wrong to drag her um you wanted to come out of jail and then you're playing the victim uh oh because i got my ged i thought things were gonna get easier what the fuck no uh <laughs> that's just that's part of the process of uh you know paying for a crime you pay and pay and pay that's why you really need to think about doing before you do it so i'm not going to go any more into that because like i said i think that's just a matter of a blanketed statement they were making and not an intentional one so we're going to wrap it up here or uh a more in-depth one if you want to send feedback for our next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.